0: Hello and welcome to Apprehensively Vulnerable. My name is Christian and being vulnerable is not one of my greatest qualities. I am creating this podcast to encourage myself and others like me to self-reflect on the reasons why being vulnerable is such a difficult task. I hope that this podcast inspires you to express your authentic self and become more comfortable with vulnerability in your daily life. Hello and welcome to the Apprehensively Vulnerable Podcast. I'm really excited that you all enjoyed the first episode. I got a lot of great feedback, so I'm really excited to go ahead and start this second episode. If you have any feedback or if you have any podcast topic requests, I would really appreciate if you left me a comment on whatever platform you are listening on. So, for today, we are going to be talking about vulnerability. Um, I created this podcast because other than therapy, I don't really feel like I have an outlet to talk about why being vulnerable makes me so uncomfortable. So, when I thought back to my childhood, I could remember a couple of instances where I was made to feel like being vulnerable wasn't a safe place. Um, I had one, one memory of when I was about eight or nine years old, and I would go to my mom and say, Mom, you know, I don't feel like my younger sisters respect me and i had this conversation with her a couple of times because um my mom was staying at home with us and we were also homeschooled so we were home all the time and being the eldest of three younger sisters it felt like i was the third parent And I would take care of them while she was working or busy or whatever she was doing. And I felt like my sisters didn't respect me. And she would say things like, you know, Christian, it's really not your job. Like, don't worry about them. But it became an issue when I was old enough to babysit my sisters and watch my sisters when my parents went out. And I would have all kinds of, well, you know, my sisters are not, you know, crazy, but like, I would have a little behavioral issues with them. And I felt like because they heard my mom or overheard my mom saying, you know, like, Christian, don't worry about it. You're not, you're not their parent. You don't have to worry about it. And they would also see me getting disciplined in front of them. They kind of lost respect for me when it was time for me to watch them on my own. And so I kind of felt like she wasn't listening to me. And I was like, you know what? I'm just I'm just not going to say anything anymore. Because I kind of feel like I keep mentioning to her that I don't feel respected. And she, she's not seeing where I'm coming from. Like, as a nine-year-old trying to tell their mom, like, Mom, my siblings aren't listening to me. You're kind of like, that should be the least of your worries. You're not a parent yet. You're not even old enough to technically stay at home by yourself. So like, you know, why are you worried about your sisters? Um, And then another time that I could think about where I was like, yeah, vulnerability just isn't it (laughs) was during our family meetings. We used to have weekly or biweekly family meetings. And I really dreaded going to family meetings because I felt like I always had to defend and heavily advocate for myself when nobody else was trying to see where I was coming from and as a child it was very frustrating because I felt like I think a lot of um, black children or children of black households have this thing where it's like, you don't want to give your parents constructive criticism, because it always gets perceived as you being ungrateful. And that is 100% not the way that I was approaching the situation. And I don't think that it's the way that a lot of other children are approaching the situation. And there's a favorite D word that a lot of um, black people you like to use, which is disrespectful and just like the word narcissist, disrespectful starts to lose its meaning when you're calling things disrespectful and they're not disrespectful, you just don't really like the topic of what is being discussed, or you don't like the tone in which the topic is being um, relayed. But, um, I would get called disrespectful a lot, and I just felt like it wasn't a safe space to say how I completely felt, because I felt like I would get in trouble for bringing up things that I had concerns about. or. Um, I would just feel um like I had to suppress my emotions and thoughts and feelings because I didn't want to feel like um, an ungrateful child. So when I thought back to my childhood and I thought about those couple of instances, I could definitely see how that morphed into a situation where I was uncomfortable with being vulnerable um so you know having these situations where it's either taboo to talk about your feelings or you get labeled as disrespectful for talking about your feelings it can it can weigh down on a person and it can make you feel like your feelings are just not valued um I actually had a situation recently where um, I was feeling guilty about expressing vulnerability and honestly the truth. And I had to do a lot of self-soothing to go ahead and tell myself, like, Christian, you said what you felt was right in the situation, and I can't continue to worry about other people's feelings so much to the point where I'm neglecting my own freedom of expression. And thankfully, I am in a part of the world that, you know, allows freedom of speech, you know, to that capacity. We we could get into the details of of how, you know, there's layers to the freedom of speech thing, but... For the most part, I'm allowed to say what I want. And, um, when I'm expressing myself and other people are seeming uncomfortable, I have to realize that that's not my responsibility. I am here to exist in this world and to learn how to be more comfortable with being my authentic self. And the other people that are uncomfortable with that, um that's not my responsibility to cater to their feelings. Because as a person that I feel like, not to brag, but I feel like sometimes I can say a lot of thought-provoking things, sometimes my words have the ability to trigger other people. And I'm basically a catalyst in other people's lives to help them discover parts of themselves that they have numbed and that's a lot of pressure and sometimes I'm not going to be liked for that but I have to understand that I'm not here to be liked I'm here to be me (laughs) um and that's definitely um it's definitely something that I'm learning to accept and it feels like a huge challenge but um the situation that happened this past week where, you know, I was like feeling guilty about expressing myself or like kinda wanting to run to the other person to quote unquote make things right, I had to talk to myself and say, Christian, you didn't say anything wrong and I have to stop um having the desire to crawl out of uncomfortable spaces. Um, that had been created due to my vulnerability. If I made somebody uncomfortable based off of my truth, like I, I know my intentions and I know that I wasn't intentionally being rude. I can't, I can't try to run to other people to, um, take care of their emotions based off of me being honest and truthful. Um, which, you know, therapy Wonderful, great, because I think if this situation happened a couple years ago, I would have shamed myself for being honest and truthful and apologized. And the reality is, as long as you're not being rude, if you're speaking your truth, apologizing is basically count- canceling out you being truthful, open, and honest. And so I was. It was it was uncomfortable to sit in those emotions of feeling like somebody's feelings were hurt. But I have to realize that if the other party doesn't want to express their discomfort, I can't put myself in a state of distress by trying to make up stories to figure out why the other person is upset. So, um, yeah, that's what I've been dealing with. I did some. I don't want to call it soul searching because I feel like that's pretty, that's pretty generic. That's pretty, that's pretty basic. But um, I definitely wanted to try to think of some instances in my life and where that discomfort with vulnerability started. And I truly believe that everything starts in your childhood. So I hope this episode helps you to reflect on your childhood and some things that you may have suppressed or something that you may have forgotten about um, that contributed to your openness or your closeness when it comes to being vulnerable. Thank you so much for listening and I hope you enjoyed this week's episode.